The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The rubber chicken says, <laughs> wow, if ignorance were food and water, then America could feed the world. But what do I know? I'm just a rubber chicken, but a very smart rubber chicken. No, no, you certainly are. But I can't talk to you right now as usual. I have to start this Lewis Black's Rantcast, number 57, entitled, is there an expiration date on stupid? Hmm? Hey, is there? And uh, I really am not sure quite what that means, but I thought, what a great title, because I went through about 2,500. And that's the toughest thing for me is coming up with the title sometimes for this, because it always kind of circles back to stupid and douchebaggery and all the, the words, all those choice words. But is there an expiration date on stupid? Does it just come a point where, you know, somebody's been stupid for so long and people go, well, can't be stupid any longer because uh, it's expired. So now you're just going to have to be smart, whether you fucking like it or not. OK, you're going to have to pay attention. All right. You're going to have to actually uh, think about facts um, and uh, you may have to start learning some stuff because you seem to have not really uh, drifted away from uh, kind of common fucking sense. 
Maybe maybe we should have a common fucking sense day. Um, it, maybe we should. Uh, 9-11 is today. That kind of set me off. Um, and that was one of the titles I was going to do, 9-11, uh, you know, 20 years later. And, um, and uh, we haven't learned a fucking thing. We've devolved is what we've done. I talked about this last week. It, it, it just rattle. It just makes me completely fucking crazy. All right? So the, this is what the day is? That we get together on the one day and by God, and we this was the best of us. And this is how great we are. And this is what we can do. And this is who we are. And this is when we really can, the, when America knows it's, it's, it's what it is all about. And we hold hands as one across the nation. Really? So we have one day a year to remind us of that. And the rest of the time we can beat the fuck out of each other. Come on. Bullshit's got to end, okay? It's really ridiculous. Some of this stuff is just madness, just fucking madness. Let's just, you know what? Let's just spend the money in courts. Let's just have court case after court case after court case. Why don't we just, you know, if you got a kid, turn him into a lawyer because this is going to continue to go on and on and on and on. You know, how many times you want to litigate masks in Florida, Governor, Governor the de, de, uh, de, uh, unsanitary? I mean, it's extraordinary. And then the, 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 it's just beyond belief to me. I didn't want to talk about 9-11. I didn't last week. I went through it. I watched it outside. I saw it through my window. I finally lived in a place, finally after years of uh, of living in, one kind of tenement after another, retracing the steps of my parents and uh, my relatives uh, and their arrival at New York, wandering from their, I guess, their old apartments in a fashion. Uh, I found myself uh, in a beautiful apartment with this spectacular view, went up and down the Hudson River, and I had a perfect sight of the World Trade Center. And uh, so I don't, I've, I've talked about it on time and again, but but two things kind of got to me again uh, that, that, I, that were worth, I thought, bringing up. I was reminded of, first, that um, about, about really literally within a week, maybe really a week, maybe two weeks uh, after 9-11, there was a, um, a phenomenal um, article on, uh, you know, in the New York Times, there was a, uh, not a, it was, a, I was flipping through it on the, in, the, in the first section, and there was this, uh, this uh, apparently, I remember it as the state and the city were filing suit against each other. If anybody remembers that, uh, please let me know. If somebody comes across that, I cannot track it down on uh, my all of my little Googleet searches and stuff. And um, but my uh, the producer uh, James Salkind, who does the uh, does this or Salkind, I'm, 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 we haven't been together, but James now now I fuck up his last name. James is. Um, uh, really great at, uh, he's like the compendium of, uh, he's really remarkable. 
in uh, in remembering shit and and uh, uh, and can track it down. And uh, he remembers it and and tracked it down as Larry Silverstein, who built the World Trade Centers, actually filed suit uh, pretty pretty immediately uh, about to his insurance company about. Uh, making sure that they paid him double because, listen to this, two planes had hit the, the, the World Trade Center, so he was owed double. Wow. But all I remember was thinking, really, you're filing a suit now? Two weeks into it? Boy, oh boy, we really are all for one and one for all, huh? Aren't we? We really, we really boy, that landed a message, didn't it? You know, all of them, all of them who made their speeches, you really listen to those. I mean, it got through to, you know, Giuliani <laughs> and, and Bush. And, uh, and then I, today, again, it always, it always crosses my mind every, every time um, we go through this uh, memorial, uh, which I understand, but... Um, I cannot imagine having lost a loved one during 9-11 because literally every day you are reminded of your loss. Every single day it has been brought up. Every single day. I mean, for the rest of us, it's kind of like goes, washes through. But if you lost a loved one, wow, that is rugged. My, I remember thinking during that time frame that my brother had passed away a few years before of cancer and um, worked down there. And I thought, well, and this was the first time ever, was it, it was like, um, well, thank, thank God it was, it was cancer because at least I was spared this kind of, uh, you know, this public repetition of, you know, of, of, I can't imagine like somebody calling me every day and go, you know, remember your brother died. Remember your brother died. Remember your brother died. Can't. Can't imagine going through it. I can't imagine. I wondered today, and I don't know if this is out of turn, probably. Um, and because I can't find a joke for any of this. Um, you, you know, what the, you know, what the, what those who died there would think of us now in terms of after all of this, after 20 years later, if they, if they are looking down and, and looking at what's going on in this country. I can't imagine what they would wonder, except that maybe that they're hoping that they're, you know, they're, uh, I, I can't, I, you know, that, you know, that, unless they're, you know, their children, that their, that their children and their offspring were lawyers, because that's really who's, uh, doing well now. We're going to be in litigation for the rest of our lives over this nonsense because we can't settle a goddamn thing. You've got people fucking, you know, you know, how many masks, you know, how many times can you go to court about? Huh? Governor, do you unsanitary? Huh? You're told now you're going to go back and do it again. It's the time in which, uh, this is the time in which you're being told, uh, all over the place that this is not a, a right time to be sending children without masks into schools. I mean, it, you know, at least you don't do it to, uh, I, and you're going to, you're going to fight uh, a mandate that, uh, you know, that the, 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 the 
the, the president, um, you know, basically kind of is trying to come up with the ways to kind of maintain safety in the schools because you've done this. You know, if you just kind of let it alone, it, it would have been fine if you just said, okay, mask up, take tests. Gee, we hope you get vaccinated. So now you have the, 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 the president of the United States on TV pretty much begging people to do this and said, you know, who's reached the end of his rope and says, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to beg you really. But that in a sense is in part what he's doing, but he's saying, okay, this is, you put me in this position. Okay. Fuckers. Here's what I'm going to do. And now they're all going to go to court over it to protect their freedom. Here's the deal. Okay. Health and freedom and, and politics, three different things. The three different things, the three different things, the three totally different things. And how do we know them? Because they spell them differently. And that's my joke of the week. Okay? That's it. It's a knock-knock fucking joke. That's where I'm reduced to. God damn it. You make all those equal. What are fucking with me? No, they're not. Jesus Christ. You know? It's... And, now, and and look at him. One thing after a fucking other. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I he's he looks like the ghost of Christmas past. He's starting to fade away. I mean, he really is. It is. Uh, I mean, that's if you look at pictures of him. I think after he won, and now, which is you know. He is, you know, he is fading, fading. And uh, he may need to apply some sort of color. You know, maybe he should be the, get some of that, you know, pomegranate stuff, get a little red going, you know, so that he's ready to run against orange. (laughs) Red versus orange. Maybe we should have an apple running against a, uh, an orange next time. Maybe that's because, because uh, that would satisfy the 34% of the American people uh, don't trust government. 34%. I thought that was low. Um, and, uh, and I certainly understand that they don't trust government. I get that. Um, I don't for certain things. I don't trust them. But you, you, you know, uh, it's you, it, it, you can't 34 percent. You know, you, you can't say that it, the health has to do with the government. OK, because you did you trust? Are you the people who trusted? Um, are they the people who trusted uh, the former leader? They trusted him. All of a sudden, somebody wrote, oh, boy, I agree with him because he says stuff that, boy, I, I I could say stuff like that. Boy, it's really a breath of fresh air for him to say the stuff he's saying about Mexicans and John McCain. That's that's the government you trust. Somebody who doesn't know how to run the government. There are real problems with the government and the way it's run and the fat that's in it and all of that. And I'm really, uh, there are a lot of ways that it could be dealt with. In a lot of ways, though, it's, it gives people employment. Okay? That's what it does. And that's what it's about. And if we can keep people focused at their desks and on the job, 
than going, maybe I shouldn't buy, you know, 30 pencils. They would do this thing at the end of the year at the government. They would do this thing, you know, if you didn't use all the budget, use the budget up because otherwise they'll fuck us next year. No, return the money, douchebag. That's what I was always saying for the one year I worked at the government. But uh, I'm digressing from what has been a, just a fabulous week. Um, the uh, the Texans, the, the uh, really the uh, Governor uh, Greg Abbott, of course, said that what he's going to do, it, it, just in an extraordinary, it, unbelievably, he says, uh, the Governor Abbott says, he, we, the women don't have to worry because he's going to get rid of the rapists. So, so they don't have to worry. Now you're going to get rid of the rapists? What were you doing before? Kind of promoting it? Pro- promoting rapism? Huh? You, you'll get them before they rape? How do, you, how, do you, how do you do that? While you're, while you're allowing people to wander around with, with, a, with guns without any training or without a permit or without nothing. You really? You're gonna, is that the way you're going to track them? And if you get them before they rape, they're not rapists, you fucking idiot. Wow. It's just, I, I, I don't even know how you, how do you, that's the joke. I mean, I could f- go through that again and put it in, in another different kind of a sentence structure, but that's the joke. Has all the elements of it. Now I'm going to get rid of rapists. How are you going to do that? What's your master plan? And if it is, share it with us. Huh? That's the idea. That's how come. Wow. God, it's just disturbing. People, I was saying something on uh, uh, something went out. Oh, yeah, my um, the last rant that kind of went out uh, that uh, on Twitter and on Facebook, the the, the one that they're using. Um, and uh, and I was saying some things afterwards and someone wrote in uh yeah, well, like you know, the reason that's what he, uh, the reason he, he, uh, you know, he, he, he talks this way is because he, uh, you know, that's how he gets paid if he talks about vaccines. Here, let's get something straight. I don't get paid for talking about vaccines, okay? I don't. If I did, I, I would fucking be talking about them twenty four seven. I'd be using my little, you know, public access studio here, my to get it out to just go, you know. Uh, vaccine, 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 vaccine. If I say it, what, do I get 10 cents of, of vaccine? What the fuck is the matter with And Why is he watching me? Why do people have a tendency to watch people that just irritate? I don't watch certain news programs, okay, that don't have news because it just irritates me too fucking much. So I'm going to write in and tell them they're irritating me? That's how I express my irritation is not turning them on. So they lose somebody. What, what did this person, why would this person even watch me? And then one of his pals went, well, yeah, boy, you really nailed that. What? Nailed what? Huh? And, and if I am supposed to be getting paid for the vaccine discussions, then fucking help me find the cash and I'll split it with you. What's the matter with people? You know, I'm so tired. I was tired of it before. You know, people would get upset with what I was saying. They bitch about my point of view as if I had some fucking effect on what's going on. Well, if this isn't proof that I have no effect on what's going on, I don't know what else to do. 
Okay, nothing has changed. Not a fucking thing. I just sit here, you know, you know, blasting away. Me and that, and I'm in a in a room with a rubber fucking chicken, changing hearts and minds. You idiots, please. Stop watching if you don't get it, okay? There's no reason to watch. All right? Son of a bitch, okay? I'm having no effect. All right? You know, and eventually, I'm very excited to say I'm getting on the road again. And then what will the effect hopefully be? I'll make people laugh because that's where I can do it. Not sitting here in front of a fucking camera. Wondering if my background is properly done, and if I should get, you know, done, uh, you know, and then look at my eyebrows need to be, you know, it needs to be something done because it's a little much, and I need, uh, I certainly need, uh, you know, cosmetics. <laughs> I need to have a, uh, I need to have somebody to come in here and do makeup. Whew. Okay, but I'm on the road and I'll be in Cleveland at hilarities. That'll be my first real uh, gig. I did the one in uh, Chautauqua, but this will be the first time. It's um, starting on Thursday through Sunday. So it'll be like one, six shows. And I'm looking forward to it. My brain isn't. I've been trying to get my act together. My brain looks at this stuff and goes, fuck you. Uh uh-uh. Just get up there and really just see what happens. Uh-huh. But I am much more comfortable being funny in front of a group of people. And that's when I'll have an effect. When I hear the laughter. That's when I'm, I will feel fulfilled. And, uh, and even if I don't get, get the laughs, just being able to be in a room talking to my significant other, that audience, I will, I will be joyful. Yeah, I will. Cleveland is great. Hilarities is a great club, and uh, look forward to seeing my pal Nick. And uh, and then um, then I'm gonna head down to uh, Chautauqua and Jamestown actually, and hopefully do a, a live stream. The next rant will be uh, the live stream from there. Um, the week following this, so that'll be. I know you're excited about that. Uh, but that's, uh, we'll be doing that. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, it may be, we may kind of lose one in between. I'm not sure how that'll work, but they'll, we'll figure it out. I'm that would require me to look at a calendar and figure out uh, weeks and stuff. Okay. And it's very difficult now. It's, you know, I'm, I'm adjusted to the Jewish lunar calendar because of Rosh Hashanah, and I'm completely out of sorts. Uh, Yom Kippur comes rolling in, and there's a fun time for Jews everywhere, and I'm not going to talk about that either because it, whew, that one knocked me for a loop, knocked me right out of the religion. Really, seriously. You don't take a five-year-old and tell that five-year-old that this could be the day that his name's written in the book of life or the book of death. Okay, ball game's over. Bye-bye. You people are crazy. Mm-mm. I'm not sitting through it. Uh-uh. And I could go into a lot of other stuff, but I think I've, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. And uh, big news this week, though, was uh, getting down to Maryland and uh, visiting mom for her 103rd birthday, which was just kind of staggering. Um, 
you don't really expect your uh, parents to live as long as mine have. You certainly don't expect them to live as long as my mother has. We had a very small, intimate gathering because she can't handle a lot of people. And also, uh, they don't provide uh, the place she's in is is uh, they're worried more about the recon, you know, the, they're, they're, uh, they're working on it. They're doing it. It's going to be very nice when it's done, but it's taking forever and doesn't leave a lot of options and places that rooms, other rooms we could go to. We celebrated in, in her apartment that served uh, her and my father in good stead for a number of years. And uh, she really had a great time. And if you go to the Twitter feed that I got in the, and Facebook, and I guess it's on Instagram too. Uh, uh, the picture of her in the tiara with the lights flashing up—that really was. It was kind of un- unbelievable to catch her right at that moment of joy. Uh, I think that was the high point of the birthday for her. She's good for about two and a half, three hours, and then I think it wore her out. It's tough, you know. Too many people. Too. You know, it was. It was just. It wasn't. You know, a ton of people, but it was more than uh, more than she could handle after a while. And uh, thank all the folks who sent cards in. I really appreciate it. a lot of the folks from the Lou's Cruise. Uh, uh, that was with deep appreciation, and all of the rest of you, my my friends who who uh, who got uh, word to her. Thank you. All of the outpouring of love on Twitter. Um, Seven hundred fifty thousand views or something. She does better than she does better than Kathleen and I combined. Does way better than I do Woo! by a long shot. Uh, I really would like to come up with a skincare line based on what she does. So I said, what, what do you do? What, what's the secrets? And uh, nothing. She said, I don't do anything. I wash my face every day. So there you go, Estee Lauder. Hmm? On the rest of you, all of you, uh, you know, three hundred dollar. Uh, this came from, uh, you know, we <laughs> we we got the underbelly of six million clams in order to get you these drops of uku, so you could put it underneath your eye, and they would tighten up. My mother is unbelievable. That picture, no wrinkles. It's just, it's unbelievable, and uh, it was very, it was nice to be there. Uh, she's. She, you know, people say, how is she? Her, her physically, she's good. She's, uh, it's tough for her. Because uh, there's just, you're kind of confined. Your world gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And something that we should do, I, I, well, I, I'm going to repeat it again and again and again. Um, we got to come up with a way to deal with uh, our generation has looked at and watched our parents go through this and has done nothing that I know of to really change what looks like to be uh, what's coming our way. And apparently we're going to live longer. Oh, and um, you don't want to do it there in that. You know, it really served her in good stead for a long time, but there's got to be other ways in which too, in terms of the way now they were lucky because they could get out and do stuff, but there has to be a way um, to make this work. It really does. I used to feel when I was younger that it was a matter of bringing the community together with, if you're going to have that assisted living or, you know, that, that situation, bring it together with the children and the high school students and the college, you know, and make everyone kind of cross fertilize, not, not for a long 
periods of time, but just enough, just enough so that they cross paths, just enough so that the kids have a sense of what's coming and just enough so that the, uh, that the, the, the elderly, um, you know, get a pick me up. Just a little suggestion here from, from, from the Blue Black Social Work Agency that I'll be starting uh, when I'm finished with the skin line, with the skincare line, the Jeanette Black skincare line. You're going to want to get in on that. Um, it's really going to be amazing. Once I can find an animal that uh, can excrete something that I can really use and uh, that I won't have to, you know, um, kill the animal. And because I wouldn't do it. Nope, I wouldn't. No animals died during the course of this um, this rant cast. Not even the rubber chicken. The rubber chicken will live forever. Just a few things before I go. And then when I'm done, I'll realize that I forgot something. It's going to piss me the fuck off. First off, an Illinois woman. Shout out to my friend James Joshua Moore from Illinois. My friend Pete Crombie from there. Uh, Chloe Morozak, 24, mm-hmm, was arrested in Hawaii and charged with submitting a fake vaccination card that said that she'd received the Moderna shot. She misspelled Moderna. Yes, Siri Bob, good thing she did. You know, because that's another thing we're dealing with. People just making shit up. They make shit up and then come up with forgeries. It's just spectacular. And you can buy one for $250 or whatever. A Florida doctor has been fired from a hospital for selling notes exempting high school students from wearing face masks. I mean, he's a doctor, you know. Hippocratic oath, you got to wonder. Dr. Brian Morden openly promoted his service at 50 bucks a note. He did this on social media. The employee, the employer... Capital Region Regional Medical Center said it expects its providers to act with absolute integrity. Well, that's good. I hope that continues down there. I hope, uh, or maybe they've decided to take it over and they're they're selling it at a hundred dollars a pop. How do you do that, huh? How do you fucking do that? That's despicable. And for kids, good idea. That's a really good thing. <laughs> wow. 50 bucks. 50 bucks, I'm going to send your child into a COVID-infested environment. Don't you worry about a thing. Because I'll be able to pay for my kids, uh, you know, Little League uh, expenses or whatever the fuck. And after a meta-analysis of previous surveys, it found that a majority of Americans, 54%, finally agree with the statement that human beings as we know them today developed from earlier species of animals. Just a decade ago, only 40% believed in evolution. Well, I don't know if I do anymore. As I've tried to say from time to time, I think maybe the apes, maybe they did it for all I know. Maybe they're the ones. Maybe they are the ones who are the smart ones. And, uh, we're actually, they were, there was us, and then the apes, and then the apes went, I ain't going to do that. I'm going to go hang out in the woods. I don't need to fucking go kill other people, you know? As long as I got this <laughs> this hair, I don't have to worry about uh, 
about somebody's, you know, religion or race or creed or whatever the fuck. But it's nice to know that they uh, were at 54%. We can't, I don't even think we're at 54% vaxxed. Can we please try to do that? Please? For the sake of my mother? For my sake? For, our, for all of us? It'd be nice. You know, it's just amazing. I mean, if if there were giant rats, let's say, big giant rats, six, you know, like four feet, like the size of a Great Dane rat, and they were attacking people's genitals, and the government said, we got a way to deal with these this attack. We've got a, a rocket you can have. You just, you see one of those rats, you put it down there, the rat will run away. Would people go, no, nah, I don't need that. Just let it, uh, just let it take a chunk out of my nuts. Probably the way things are. I don't really believe that. Not until I feel that bite. You know, I think this is bullshit. Time for me to go. I have to, I've got to go look at my notes and uh, get my, my fantasy football teams together. Got to talk to the guys, get them ready, get them pumped up to play tomorrow. And uh, I just want to uh, thank you all. I have very, uh, I don't know if you, you can't really say happy Yom Kippur. That's like antithetical. But um, for those celebrating the high holidays, um, all the best. And I hope God puts your name in the book of life. And one of the ways you can ensure that is vaccination. I think that'll help. And, uh, to everyone who wrote in this week, and there were some splendid ones. Um, uh, we're way ahead now. I've been reading and reading and reading. If you didn't hear it this week, don't worry. Uh, there will be more to follow. And uh, I um, can't thank you all enough for all that you uh, have given me. And even my mom was thrilled. Even she, who kind of comes in and out of reality, she went, really? They look at me, why do you think they look at that photo? What do you think it is? And I showed her the photo of her in the tiara. And she said, oh, it's the smile. People really like it when you smile. <laughs> Coming from my mother, that's extraordinary. Take care. Hope you all have a good week. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project 
in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. A rant from Benjamin Browdy, brought on by the, the High Holidays and its effect on his academic career. This is, well, I just hadn't thought of this one, Benjamin. But interesting, in in terms of the time, I'll read it. Shut up, Lewis. So I go to synagogue on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Before high school, I went to a private Jewish school, so we had those days off. But now I go to a public high school. And let me ask you, which sick fucks ever decided to not have those days off. You know how fucking painful it is to have to do 10 hours of homework on the first gosh dang weekend of school just so I can be less behind when I get back after the holidays? Yes, less fucking behind. There is shit I'm not allowed to work on until after I get back. So yeah, watching two fucking calculus lectures a day for the rest of the gosh dang week to get back on track with the class is going to be fucking great after I just did hours and hours and hours of work beforehand. Another thing I love is when teachers act like they're doing you a favor by letting you do the work after. Guess what? You know what gives me anxiety? Having two straight days of practicing my religion while thinking, how the actual fuck am I going to be caught up in my gosh dang history class? This is an example. My history teacher is actually great. When I just missed two gosh dang fucking days of school. Luckily, Yom Kippur is very close after Rosh Hashanah, so I can ask for fucking forgiveness for cursing out my teachers during the Rosh Hashanah service. I have a fun social experiment to do. Make finals week on fucking Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yeah, let's see what those sick fucks who don't give us the high holidays off say when I take away their precious fucking Christmas and replace it with tests. I think that's pretty fair. I get to miss my sixth and seventh days of school when all my classes are just getting started, and you get to make up your finals. But it's okay, because you can just fucking make it up when you get back. At least when you get back, you will not have just fasted for 25 hours, 10 of those hours praying, and like four of those hours standing up. Yeah, you fucks go fast for 25 hours. For the last hour, stand up the whole hour. Then go to school the next day to make up a gosh dang fucking test. 
Maybe you fucks don't notice that all of the vacations conveniently land right on your fucking holidays. It must be fucking nice having spring break all fall out right on fucking Easter. So you get Easter Monday off to, to rest after hunting for your gosh dang non-existent vermin eggs. I'm about to go to bed right now. And tomorrow I'm going to be doing about four fucking hours of homework. So that on Memorial Day Monday, the day after tomorrow, I only have to do five hours since Rosh Hashanah is on Tuesday and Wednesday. Shona Tova Matuka, have a happy and sweet new year, excluding you dumb fucks who think religion and state are actually separated here in the U.S. of fucking A. Normally, folks, the the new year changes because we have a lunar calendar. Um, so it doesn't usually start right at this, the start of this school year. So Benjamin really got fucked this go around and, uh, and really kind of nailed just how fucked he got and came back guns a blazing. And I love the, the being able to, to, uh, to curse out your teachers. Well, <laughs> so you could, uh, you know, recant on Yom Kippur. Woo. Wow. I'm, I'm just. The, the use of gosh dang is, excuse me, I just gosh dang, I had not seen that, the repetition of that. I was kind of waiting for a payoff there. Uh, because, and I didn't know if you were using that instead of, of uh, you know, um, I guess maybe that instead of goddamn, because you didn't want to do that, but you said fuck was not a problem. But I guess during the high holidays, you don't really want to say that. Gosh dang. Yep. I think that's it. And I thank you for, for, for sending that our way, Benjamin. And I hope you've caught up now. Or at least you're getting close. I'm sure you'll 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 do fine. If if you had the common sense to know that you can uh, say what you want on uh, Rosh Hashanah and then save yourself on Yom Kippur, you're smart enough to to do calculus really well. Because that's what that's the definition of calculus. Yom Kippur. Oh, man. Drove me out of the religion, so enjoy it. If it works for you, that's great. Take care. Thank you. Benjamin Davis has been driven over the edge by the well-thought-out Texas abortion law. I live in an enclave of weak-ass social justice leftists in a roiling sea of ignorant, ugly, God, so, so ugly, self-proclaimed conservative would-be traitors. You know, the kind that wanted to abduct a governor. I've tried bitching in my local paper, but they print one straw man liberal to every five right-wing corporate-funded shills. And they're not about to lose that sweet, sweet business reach around to give print space to credible dissent. But don't worry, I'm not here to politicize your audience with my own views. Instead, I'd like to talk uh, about an issue that's more mild. (laughs) Sorry, it's good. The Texas abortion bounty bill. This is the single greatest piece of legislation I've ever seen. Citizens suing without standing because the law says they can and with zero risk if they fail on the merits. Effectively, this terrorizes providers into not offering constitutionally valid services. It's brilliant. No, shut up. No, shut up. I'm not you, Lewis. I'm talking to the short-sighted listeners 
who are pissed off at me now. Don't you know that in some languages, crisis and opportunity are the same word? I'm pretty sure that's true, but I barely speak English. Look, if this law holds up in the Supreme Court, there's a ready-made template for any social issue you can imagine. Want gun control? Put bounties on gun sellers and manufacturers who provide to individuals prohibited from ownership. Faced with hundreds of lawsuits, potentially from out of state, how many small town shops could maintain the lawyer fees? What about political religious gatherings? Every week at church could be staring down dozens of lawsuits regarding violation of the Johnson Amendment. Not just the denominations, but the pastors and worshipers too. How many of them could keep their doors open? I'm telling you, this is genius. I tried suggesting it to my representatives, but the dickless shits don't give a fuck about my opinion. I'm just a citizen after all. And if the highest court upholds the Texas statute, but blocks the others, a person could say they were practicing hypocrisy and therefore not maintaining the good behavior the Constitution maintains to remain on the bench. Literally, I mean one person. The Constitution doesn't say how a judge should be removed from office. So technically, uh, I don't know, president could just drag them kicking and, and boofing out the door. It's not any more insane than the legal arguments I had to listen to, which apparently persuaded Republicans not to impeach President Bone Spurs whores a lot. I could go on, but I need to kick some furniture. Stay pissed off. It's not hard. Benjamin, that's a hell of a way to look at it. I'm not quite sure. We, I think uh, we, <laughs> I hate going through this. You imagine if we've got to go through that to get, the, what a way to deal with gun control or gun safety. <laughs> what a way to deal with separation of church and state. You know, it's really something. We'll see. The Justice Department filed suit. I'm stunned that this what the Supreme Court did. Fucking stunned. Seriously. I, 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 if, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stunned enough. I'm, I can't. I just. It's so. It's, it's, it's beyond rage. It's it, 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 literally I'm surprised my hair doesn't go on fire. And I'm afraid, Benjamin, from having read this, that maybe yours is. Put it out. Put it out. Thanks for that. Thanks for sharing with us. I think many of us needed it. And there'll be some will be writing, I think, and yelling at you. Maybe. We'll see. Paul Opie had this to say, and wow. All I can say is wow. So in Texas, you can rape your daughter, get her pregnant, and then earn yourself a $10,000 bounty for calling out the Uber driver who drives her to the abortion clinic. Well, if you're a Democrat called Cuomo or Franken, you have to resign for inappropriate behavior. Wow. I'm not quite sure that you even need that second sentence there. That, that first one really tells a tale there, Paul. It's not something I'd thought of. Yeah, that is. Wow, that is really. Ooh. That's, that's what, uh, you know, the word brutal comes to mind. <laughs> Wow, I am 
we're a bit overcome, but I'm glad you shared it with us because you did kind of cut right down. You got right at it. You know, just if they're going to go that far and you take it all to its logical conclusion, it's it's not pretty. Nope. Not at all. I don't know if you can uh, equate Cuomo and Franken to that's also tough. Not really equivalent, I don't think. But that's a longer discussion. And really, it's really the first part. That first sentence is the one that really I think is the one. Ooh. Did you drink a lot before you got there? <laughs> or did that just pop into your... I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of reeling. A quick little rant from Alicia Rothery gets right to the point. Am I the only one that absolutely hates the cars for kids jingle? The instant I hear the ad on the radio, I change the station. I'd rather listen to the Cheetos struggling to complete a fucking sentence than listen to that fucking ad one more time. You're not the only one. Drives me nuts. And it's on TV, too. Ooh, brutal. I mean, I think they should have cars for kids, but they should have a better way to advertise it rather than make you want to go, no, no cars for kids, not if they're singing that fucking song. Garrett Jackson throws a twist on the workplace rant. Lewis, I know you've had an eyeful of rants from fans complaining about their fucking jobs, all the while dealing with this shitstorm of a pandemic, so much so it's becoming a standard. However, this one is a gem. People would assume that I crossed the Mojave to get work with my one and a half liter water bottle, which I don't blame them for thinking that. But there are two reasons I drink like a fish. First is, is that I'm studying martial arts. And if anyone has taken those kind of classes, you know how much you'll be sweating like a hooker in church. And the second reason is that I take medication that makes me very thirsty. Now, I work at a sporting goods store. And when I started working there, I had no problems regarding dress code, so long as it's appropriate, and regarding my water bottle. However, some sticky-fingered jackass decided to dick me and my co-workers over by lifting candy and drinks out of the stockroom. Now, there are no drinks allowed on the sales floor. Son of a bitch! If my medication, parched throat, isn't bad enough, there are a few of my co-workers that are diabetics. So it be the question... Hmm? Why in the shitting hell do my diabetic co-workers and I have to suffer because of some gluttonous kleptomaniac schmuck? And if you think I'm finished with this rant, think again. For the past couple of weeks, the men's bathroom has been under maintenance because the urinals were flooding the bathroom. So we had to suffer even more by using the family restroom, which anyone who's been in one of those knows there is only one toilet and a stand where you can change a baby's diaper. One day, I had to wait 10 agonizing fucking minutes outside the door, waiting to piss like a racehorse. I was contemplating whether I should run outside and piss on the building wall. Thankfully, before I could go man a war out the door, the guy finally came out of the bathroom. Finally, the well-known viral pink elephant in the room, the pandemic, all due to those fucking shitwits who brown nosed that fat traitorous son of an orangutan bastard who refused to wear a mask in the store. All while my co-workers and I are wearing them. Hmm? Refuse to get vaccinated because they believe that bullshit telegram podcast, 
I swear to Christ, we are all living in hell. All nine circles of them. No water and no bathroom. I mean, <laughs> it's unbelievable. And I guess they didn't have the proper equipment because there's a backlog somewhere in China. And it really is true. They don't come in wearing the masks. And now it's flaring up again, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, perfect. The perfect storm is still storming. It's the remnants of Hurricane Ida beat outside my window. Even as I shout your rant to the rooftops, Garrett. Arthur Bula has graced us with his rage. Greetings, Mr. Black. I trust you are well. Better to cleanse one's palate prior to releasing a tirade. And so it begins. Enough with the fucking chips! Not the snack dredged through a concoction of French fuck onion and coagulated cow pus that one jabs into their jib until their ass is as big as fucking Christmas. Bah the fuck humbug. I'm talking the dreaded silicon chip. Sheeple, you are being fleeced by conspiracy-ass muttonheads proclaiming our omnipotent overlords assume control via installation into one of the flat planes of your fucking blockheads, inserted into all newborn or injected, suspended in a vaccine to lay waste to your free will. Hmm? Feeble-minded fucksticks, I propose you sit down and listen up because I have some fucking bad news for you. You already have the predatory son of a bitch. You've had it for decades, willingly accepted and couldn't wait to receive the goddamn thing. Some have more than one. Others labored in lines to get the latest, greatest chip. Fully functional, complete with a suite of phobia to feast upon your fears. Hmm? Aware of who you are and what you look like, Tracks where you are and where you're going. Interactive with family, friends, and strangers. Exploiting your confidence and insecurity. So ingrained in your psyche, if you were to summon the strength to separate from the chip, merely turn and walk away at 10 feet, your blood pressure would spike. At 20 feet, uncontrollable heart palpitations. And at 30 feet, you may actually require medical assistance. Fucking medical assistance. It is a vital part of you, nay, the embodiment of you, at once human and machine imperceptible, yet obviously present. Fuck, mine is even called Android. What's yours? Hmm? That original Sin iFuck phone? Seriously, look at the logo on that fucking thing. Hmm? Ironically called a smartphone, it continually renders us dumb as fuck. For example... Excluding your own, how many fucking phone numbers do you remember? But you love your chip. Faithfully worship its ability to lead you on the path to your final destination is evident when driving without looking out the fucking windshield. Troubling still amidst all the bullshit this device spews forth, many have lost the capacity to discern between fact and opinion. A study conducted by doctors, experts in the field of psychology and biology, concluded individuals susceptible to anomalous realities suffer from a debilitating form of encephalo 
encephalofeculosis. Encephalofeculosis. Compelling, even probable yet, it's an opinion, not fact, is I made the whole fucking statement up. Although if this were an actual ailment, encephalofeculosis would be an apt description for the condition of having shit for brains. As I testify in this court of opinions, I plead to the jury, fucking spare me. Hmm? Enough with the fucking chips. My final axiomatic argument, the earth is round, not fucking flat. The world revolves around the sun. Not you, assholes, and there is no I in team, but there is a you in fuck off. Thank you for the time. (laughs) Be well, my friend. Sincerely your friend, Art. Art? Wow. I'm sorry I kind of stumbled through that a little because you you've got a, 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 a it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, spectacular wor- words and and verbiage and I mean that in the best possible way and I um, at times tripped over it a bit and I because uh, you really uh, <laughs> and I looked up encephalofeculosis I actually looked it up. Before I, when I got to it, so that I, and then before I, realized, I read through the whole thing to realize you made it up, you fucker. Good job. Well done. Well written. Thank you. Adrian Rounds is pissed, and I'm glad he could share it with us. I work at a bank. I keep other people's money safe and secure for them. It really pisses me off when I ask for ID, and these sons of bitches look at me like I just asked to see their junk. They rant and rave about how nobody else asked for it, and the others know them. Good for you, asshole. I don't know you at all, so show me some fucking ID. But I can't say that. No way. I have to sit there and explain myself every fucking time. I'm so fucking sick of telling these rude fucks that I'm not from this area and apologizing for checking their ID before I give out their money. You know how badly I want to say You know what? Oh, it's cool. From now on, anyone who walks in here and wants money from Joe Schmo's account is welcome to it, you fucking prick. This is for your protection, you piece of dog shit. And you're cussing me out for keeping your fun secure? Kiss my ass. Show me your ID, get your shit, and thank me for following the security protocols that are in place to protect you. What really kills me is some of these assholes have a lot of fucking money. Holy shit. You're just fine with us handing it out without being sure it's you? I'll remember that for later when I'm terminal and don't give a shit about prison, friend. Thanks, Lewis. No, thank you, Adrian. Wow. How some of you managed to keep your your sanity in the midst of all this. Because people, and I think it's part of it, people have come out of this pandemic and returned to the to the public square without any fucking concept. They return to the public squares if they're not in, in, in reality. They're on social media. And so they can talk that with fucking unbelievable. Oh, Adrian, thanks. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Garrett Cheney sent in this rant that I got a kick out of. I finally fucking had it. Apparently drinking bleach didn't kill enough of the dumb fucks. Now they're going to farm and feed stores for their medicine? Ivermectin? Who the fuck came up with this one? Well, it helped Uncle Hez's dick to not fall off after he shagged a sheep. It must work on COVID. It's a drug used as a dewormer for fucking large animals. Horses and cows. It's also prescribed for humans with rosacea, acne, and roundworm infections. Yeah, he died of COVID, but his complexion was amazing. We have it this writing. One, FDA-approved COVID vaccine. Pfizer's proven to work. But I heard that if you actually distill the content of a Febreze ultra-glade air freshener hmm, and sprinkled the distillate in the shape of Finland on a tarp and stood in the middle, you wouldn't get COVID. I really believe that guanopsychosis is a much bigger problem than the opioid epidemic. And I mean that. Thanks, Lou. Garrett Cheney, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Nope, thank you, Garrett. Thank you. Ivermectin. And uh, Joe Rogan uh, came down with COVID and announced that, that, you know, he got the Ivermectin and that helped. I'm I stand stunned, uh, bemused, staggered, flipped out. I don't, it makes me psychotic. I sit here and it makes me psychotic. Uh, Susan Schneider is uh, sent in this rant. It's a little upsetting. I didn't know whether I should read it because it upset me just reading it. It's the kind of thing that rattles my cage. Um, In the news today, most European doctors say that everyone is going to get the virus. You, me, and my 88-year-old mother. Herd immunity is not going to happen. Thanks for the fucking good news. Nice to know I wasted almost two years of worry and will still catch it eventually. If not today, then this winter. What the fuck is going on? Why is CNN or MSNBC not covering this story? It's nonstop anything but COVID news. What the fuck happened to real news? Now it's all documentary news all day long on all channels. Lewis, we've seen better days and they are never coming back. Happy birthday. <laughs> Let's hope we make it another year. Love you, oh, Susan. First off, so it's the European doctors, so who knows? And how many European doctors? Because we got no information, Susan. And, uh, and that certainly rattled my, my cage, as I said. You know, herd immunity is not going to happen. But maybe the third... Uh, Shot does work. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? 
but we get just enough information to make us fucking crazy. Joe Ousley has this to share with us. Mr. Black, you are one of the very few people that have kept me sane over this time. I do not recognize the world around me. What the fuck is going on? I've worked with metal for 20 years. Tin, zinc, and my favorite, lead. At one time, the lead in my blood was so high, I forgot how to tie my boots. I have never recovered from the brain damage caused by the lead. I manage. I do fine, but it takes everything I fucking have. COVID hit. I did what I was supposed to do. I wore a fucking mask. I stayed away from people, and I had to do fourth grade with my son online. I had to relearn fractions. Fucking fractions. I got my vaccine. I didn't want it. I didn't want any of this shit. But here it is. I thought naively that maybe America would rally. Like after 9-11, we'd fight this. We'd beat it. And I could go to Walmart again. Huh? Nope. These knuckle-dragging, small-brained motherfuckers are keeping us locked down. It's too much. My brain can't take it. The line of reality is getting very, very blurry. My brain works in a weird way. Your rant cast on the day before your birthday, you said, how much more biblical shit do we need going on? You're right. I'm not religious at all, but I grew up in the Bible Belt of Southern Mississippi. It seems fucking biblical, huh? God damn biblical. Locusts, hurricane, plague, fucking Afghanistan, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? I have a 10-year-old, and I'm doing my very best, but I'm not convinced these aren't the end times, two or three variants away. Where are we at in five years? What kind of world does my son walk into at driving age? As a Cold War kid who watched the USSR fall, I know a failed state when I see it, and I really think the U.S. is done. I watched January 6th from a rebar factory in Akron, Ohio. I couldn't believe what I was seeing on my phone. Our own Americans, the same motherfuckers whose mom and dad put yellow ribbon magnet bumper stickers on their 1994 Mercury Cougars. These same motherfuckers went into my Capitol building. They smeared shit on my Capitol building walls. They hunted politicians that they didn't agree with for likes on their Facebook stream. And now they don't have the decency to get the goddamn vaccine. My kid can't get the vaccine, not till he's 12. You pieces of shit who are unvaccinated are posing a risk to my child. I take that as a threat. Why are we being so nice to these assholes? Why are we letting it go? Why do we let somebody start spouting off about my rights and my freedoms while endangering others? I'm done. I have money in the bank. And it costs about $800 for an assault uh, weapon where I'm at. Okay, we, we need to just start whipping their asses. <laughs> okay, Joe, calm down. No YouTube, no Facebook, just beating the shit out of people that aren't trying to help this situation. I know, I know, I know, I sound like an asshole, but yelling and recording gets you nothing. Even the biggest man falls when you kick him in the nuts. Sincerely yours, Joe. People are really angry. I don't think I don't think um, buying an assault weapon is going to help Joe. Please, you, it's not going to help you. It's not going to help your kids. 
we can't get to that point. We just can't. Uh, as nuts as they are, um, we, can, we can't do that. And sadly, what we have to do is, uh, you know, be Christian about it. Certainly be Jewish and Christian. Love them and then try to convince them that they need to get a fucking vaccination. Um, but I can understand why you wanted to let that rip. And for those who are listening, uh, um, you know, that's where a lot of people are at. Their anger, their anger boileth over. I don't think this is what they're going to do. This is why I do this. So they can let it rip. And um, thanks, Joe. Take a deep breath. And uh, remember that your, your kid needs to know fractions and you need to be a better example. Don't share this with him too much later. Uh, at times, I think this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Joe. Richard Edwards is sharing a, a, a different look at uh, the way things are now. <laughs> it really tickled me. Oh, damn, Lewis, I don't think you were looking at the bright side of the pandemic and the fucking idiots acting like there's some kind of revolutionary moronic militia. Listen, I've been a nudist all my life, been to nudist resorts and nude beaches all over the earth, and I have been watching these anti-maskers with their well-thought-out dribbles of bullshit coming out of the corners of their mouths. But hey, if they are right, then I can go anywhere naked. If the government can't tell us to cover a portion of our faces to protect the lives of other, others, hell, running naked won't kill anyone. They are only butthurt because their grandma taught them that seeing a naked body would affect them forever. Of course, catching a deadly virus or giving to one of your kids, no problem. I'm ready to drop trow as soon as they are proven right. Finally, something I think the Supreme Court just might get right. Be safe, have fun, get naked in the sun. Richard E. in Tennessee. Well, that's certainly a different way of looking at things, Richard. Extrapolate from the mask to the, the to full-blown nudity. Well, nudist resorts, nude beaches all over the earth. Good for you. And I hope... Uh, I hope you get to visit them and I get out of Tennessee because right now, this week, whew, you guys apparently were peaking yesterday. So stay safe, Richard. And thanks for, for making me laugh. Dave Greer has a quick bit of rage to share with us. I knew we had a problem with basic intelligence in the country, but I just saw an interview that jammed a salami sideways into my ear. This 12-year-old-looking authority on all things was asked what the VA could do to improve things for veterans returning from the war. Her answer? Well, the first thing we have to do is stop sending our people to fight wars that seriously injure and kill our troops. Oh, I get it. We should just pick wars that don't involve shooting at each other. Where did her parents find that sperm cell? 
How did that one make it through? What the fucking hell is happening in our schools that this was a statement made in sincerity? I never screamed so loud at any device as when I heard her say this. This was supposed to be a credible source of information, yet it seemed like the only thing missing was a stained Cinderella costume and a couple of Nazi guards holding her up. This had to be the last words of a lunatic, but no, just everyday commentary for the public consumption. Well, consider it puked up all over the floor. I'm going to go talk to my dogs now. They seem more intelligent every day. Dave, <laughs> thank you for that. Say hey to the dogs. I really would like to get one. David Frederick had this to share with us. Hey, Lewis, I know this rant is trivial compared to the daily gloom, but I need to rant about the joys of a free market. These fucking scalpers have gotten out of control. How is this shit legal, by the way? Isn't price gouging illegal? Hmm? These assholes figured out a way to use bots to buy massive volume from PlayStation 5s to 12-foot skeletons from Home Depot. These cunts have brought them all. Like, really, $1,200 for a $300 skeleton? That's 400% more than the asking price. Who the fuck do you think you are? Big Pharma? Fuck you. You know you're an asshole if I can make a valid comparison of you to Big Pharma. Your mother should have swallowed you. Seriously, though, what, what's the upbringing like for these slimy, inbred weasels? If you were on a tier list of the shittiest people on the planet, you'd fit right between the ambulance-chasing assholes and the dickhead evangelist who needs a jet plane to jerk off closer to God. Fuck you. You're a plague to the earth and a reason to support communism, for fuck's sake. Thanks a lot, dickheads. Wow, David. <laughs> Who needs a jet plane to jerk off closer to God? Boy, every so often you guys just punch through the punch, punch right into it. And it's really a pleasure. John P. needed to get this off his chest, and I'm glad he's sharing it with us. Dear Lewis, I don't know where to begin or even know how to start this catastrophic construction of words that I'm about to assemble, so I may as well get this off of my chest for my sanity. Here we go. Fucking Disney World. You heard me. Disney World. The most magical place on earth. If your biggest wish upon a star was to go broke while hearing kids scream, uh, uh, moan, complain, mumble, bumble, what pisses me off the most are these goddamn parents. Does Disney World attract the most dumb fuckery of parents out there in the universe? The mumbling, bumbling, groaning, and moaning, and telling little Susie she better shut up or the trip will end early and she won't get to eat their Mickey pancakes the next morning. You and I both know these parental threats are bullshit. I mean, for fuck's sakes, the parents spent $1,000 on a flight, another $5,000 for the magical vacation, and not to mention paying $10 each for a snack in the park. If you truly think the parents are going to end a multi-thousand dollar vacation and head back to bumfuck Idaho because Susie was complaining, and rightfully so because she has been exposed to the most torturous heat of all time in this country while waiting 300 minutes in line to ride Dumbo, you have just lost your shit. Huh? 
No parents in their right mind could justify ending a vacation of that magnitude because their child was miserable. God damn it. Is, is that, is, is Susie your daughter, John? Or were you just standing in line listening to that going on? Wow. I was there once only years ago. Um, years, years, a long time ago. I never went, I've not been back. Maybe it's the time. Maybe now's the time. Misty Ramsey wants to rant about her mother. I just got off the phone with my COVID is fake listens to David Ick sometimes shit idiot of a mom. I love her dearly, but facts is facts. I told her I got vaccinated knowing full well what rickety ass carnival ride I was buying the ticket for and pulled down my lap bar. I endured the whole spiel with only mild nausea and calmly told her in a nutshell, we're all being lied to. And I took the path least likely to end in me watching my partner die a slow, shitty death any sooner than needed. But every cell of my being wanted to tear this shit apart before eyes and then kick those pieces into said eyes and then give them a hard rub for good measure. I should have proposed that we stroll down the storyline of this fucktarded fairy tale. See the sights a bit. How would this have had to go? Hmm. So the idea of using a health crisis to simultaneously trash small businesses whilst gaining complete control of a population of the of, of, of citizens has surely been kicked around. But one country had to be the, the douchebag that stood up and said, hey, we always talk about global domination of the people by corporate entities, but we never do it. I say we finally stop being pussies and do this shit. And then all the other political bobbleheads in the room jump up, start high-fiving like a locker room hype speech given just before they hit the field. So then they have to start calling the other countries. Everyone has to be willing to play ball for this to work. Yo, Greece, you want to make Bill Gates and Big Pharma the richest mofos ever? Hey, Australia, screw gun control. We got a plan that will give you straight up everything control. You want some of this action? Kim Jong-il, my man, you want to do, uh, oh, wait, shit. Hey, can you give us some tips on how to brainwash whole-ass countries? And every fucking one, New Zealand, France, fucking Finland, they were all alike. Yeah, cool, that sounds fucking dope. How far fucking gone do you have to be to believe that complete load of bullshit, you fucking wastes of carbon? But I didn't. I've moved past that initial phase of outrage you go through when you start paying attention to the rest of the world. I started to slide listlessly into the state of resignation where you just no longer care to argue in circles. The field of fucks is barren. But the thoughts are still there. And thank you for providing a place for assholes like me to get out how we really feel without hurting the idiots we love. Well... Misty, I'm glad you could scream at your mother through me. I fully understand. And I really thank you for sharing that. I'm lucky. Uh, my mother even now said, you know, my mother tells me now, don't go out. But I'm vaccinated. Don't go out. There's a lot of illness out there. There's a lot of sickness out there. My mother, 103. It's unbelievable to me. Yep. And obviously unbelievable to you, you needed to get it off your chest. I'm glad you bounced it our way. 
Take care. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, <laughs> Lewis Black. It is produced by James Salkine. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.